This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shilpa's like, I, what are you doing with the headphones? I, I just had to fix my hair-ish. Yes. It's, this I'm is back. radio, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I got to look good for me. <laughs> Hey there, listeners, future callers, and cooking enthusiasts. Welcome to Dinner SOS, the show where we help you save dinner or whatever you're cooking. I'm Chris Morocco, food director of Bon Appetit and Epicurious. Today's caller is Catherine. Catherine is a mom of four, and she's looking to create a delicious tradition around Christmas morning. When I was growing up, we, for breakfast on Christmas morning, we always did cereal so <laughs> nothing fancy <laughs> we just kind of like wandered to the kitchen and eat cereal and my parents did kind of make it special like we all got to choose our own box of cereal wait you would choose your own box like in advance like yeah. you'd make a special trip yes we always just choose like the cereals that you never buy otherwise yeah. that like come with a prize or they're like shaped like cookies or whatever like those kind of cereals <laughs> it's basically every child wants these types of cereal, and yeah. every parent doesn't want their kids to eat these types of cereal. For sure. Catherine's husband, however, grew up with the tradition of a breakfast casserole on Christmas morning, which also allowed the family to sit down and eat breakfast together. And I kind of felt like that sounded magical. <laughs> <laughs> because it's been kind of crazy about opening presents, but then you all get to like sit down and eat together. And so I was like, let's do that because you can make it the night before and then you just mm -hmm. heat it up on Christmas morning and then eat it. Yeah. So I talked to my mother-in-law, I got her recipe and we tried it and it was not bad. I mean, it was very simple. It's just like sausage, cheese, eggs, potatoes. Like that's basically it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I also was like, I was kind of thinking, you know, cause I'm coming from like, you get to pick your own box of cereal. Like I want something a little more special. Yeah. <laughs> and so the next year I tried a casserole that had green onions and feta and it had some like sourdough bread in it. Mm. And it was, it was okay. We didn't love it though. And I was kind of like, well, I don't want to make something every year that we don't love. So what I would love is to find and kind of like a really great make-ahead breakfast that basically is cooler and more exciting than choosing your own box of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will now fully admit actually is quite exciting. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I actually love that tradition. I'm thinking we could tie it with another holiday. You can do it all. You can do both. Because <laughs> I, I think the play... You know, unlike that kind of holiday morning, it's like at least my own family, everybody. And my, my wife is just as complicit as the kids. Honestly, in some ways, she's worse than them. Everybody wants to wake up at like 6.30 and start like getting into this whole orchestrated, organized, present opening thing. And I'm always like, everyone just back off until I've had <laughs> coffee and a piece of toast. <laughs> Seriously, like I don't want to even acknowledge that it's Christmas. 
<laughs> until I've had coffee, you know? And then later in the morning, kind of do that like bigger breakfast kind of moment as a family and make it special. Yeah, for sure. And I think because as, you know, we have little kids now and it's like they do really just want to open presents. But then once, you know, everything is kind of settled down, then I love that idea of like now we all sit down together and we're it's just like a fun like together time. Yeah. So talk to me about you know, what you eat every other day of the year? Like, what are the flavors that excite you? How far are you willing to sort of drive the the flavor bus? If I don't know, that was like the expression that came <laughs> to mind. Do you just want like a better version of your kind of like classic bread and or potato-based casserole? Are you looking to like blow things up? I would kind of say maybe in the middle where it still feels exciting, like Christmas morning, something to look forward to. We get this really delicious breakfast, but also like it's still comforting. Got it. What do you like to eat? Like if you're going out for food, what type of food do you crave? We really like pasta. My kid's favorite pasta is caprese pasta with tomatoes and fresh mozzarella and basil. Really? We like Mexican food. We eat a lot of rice kind of dishes. There's like a takeout Korean barbecue place that we like to go to. Okay, cool. Just helps me to know just from the standpoint of like how far to to nudge this outside of, you know, the kind of like slightly more straightforward approaches you've had. If you have a better idea of a make-ahead breakfast, I am not just sold on casserole. If you have another idea of like what we can make the night before and just enjoy on Christmas morning, I'm totally open to that too. And but the one thing is I do want it to be savory because we love cookies, candy, all the Christmas treats. So I think if we're going to sit down and eat breakfast, I don't want it to be like super yeah. sweet. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. Honestly, this does feel exciting to me. Like this feels very real. I think sometimes, you know, folks are looking for a make-ahead breakfast option around the holidays because they have, you know, people who might be staying with them and you just kind of need food. You don't want to like suddenly turn your kitchen into like a, a short order diner. You just kind of need to put something up that hopefully most people will find something to enjoy, right? Yeah. Great. Anything else at all you can think of? Um, I think that's basically it. I mean, I think my dream is like, you know, wake up on Christmas morning and I just throw something in the oven and it's like beautiful, festive, and we all get to sit down and enjoy it. And it's like no stress. And I mean, I do love traditions. And so if it's super good, I'm fine just making it every yeah, year. Totally. <laughs> From here on out. They call that tradition. When Shilpa Eskokovic and I got on the phone to brainstorm solutions for Catherine, I kept getting stuck on an issue I've long had with breakfast recipes. Honestly, (laughs) I feel like every time a brunch story comes around, the conversation quickly becomes like, how do we do a strata without doing strata? Mm. I thought of Crunchwrap for a crowd. I think it could be fun. I don't know if it's like make a headable the same way. Yeah, it's certainly not make a headable, but it's very fun. It hits all the other points. So for kids though, Christmas morning, are you making Crunchwrap for a crowd for like the first time? The I answer think, yes, to that question is no. Can... No, no, the answer to that question can. was no. Yes. The answer to the question is yes, it could work. So we can pin that and then we can move on to finding other solutions. I'll have a plan B regardless, but we'll try and convince Catherine that she needs to make. Okay, because I'm going to come in 
with something that's like real accessible. I'm like coming in with like the bark lounger of breakfast casseroles. With who? The bark, like a bark lounger, you know, like one of those like lounge chairs where you like you flip the lever and like the legs pop up and you like, oh, like a you, lazy boy, like a lazy boy, <laughs> whatever. I'm going to hit her with like a lazy boy recipe, like set it up the night before, bake it that morning. Everything's chill. And it's not a strata. It's going to be a strata. <laughs> you kidding? I thought you started the whole conversation with saying everything about brunch is usually strata and we're trying to do something that's not a strata. I know we're trying to, but, but, but it's the circle of life. You try to do something that's not a strata. You do a strata, try to do something that's not a strata. You do a strata and like on and on it goes. You're trying to break the strata cycle. Let's, let's all try. But, but I'm just saying like, prepare for it not to happen. This has been a great conversation. You know why? Because next time I come up with a pitch and I'm like, this is what I want to do. And you're like, no, this is not what you should do. I'm going to be like, this is the cycle of life. You start off trying to not make this and then you end up making exactly this. So thanks for giving me the manuscript to my next pitch. I guess I should have known that could come back to bite me. After the break, we see what Catherine thinks about Shilpa's incredible, but labor-intensive crunch wrap, or if she'd rather kick up her feet and relax. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Catherine, welcome back. How are you? I'm good. Well, um, we're so glad to have you. And Shilpa and I talked a lot about breakfast casseroles. And okay, real talk. Real talk, Catherine. Like, this is us taking you behind the curtain to see, like, the little old man and the little old lady pulling the gears. And, <laughs> I don't you think anybody is dialed. ready for a behind-the-scenes version of either of us. <laughs> I know. Catherine, this is, like, in, in front of the scenes. Yeah. Um, no, so... There's this kind of like thing in food media, like with recipe development around breakfast casseroles that like the strata kind of became like a little bit passe. It was kind of like, oh God, not another strata, you know? And yet it's this like solution to a real problem, which is that we make such a huge deal of like Thanksgiving dinner you know, Hanukkah dinner. But like a lot of these things, like it's not just one meal. Shilpa, how long did your parents come to town for? How months. Long, 
months. months. <laughs> they were in your apartment for yeah. months, and it wasn't even a holiday. No. They were just there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you are entertaining people in all kinds of different scenarios. Yeah. Right? And we just did this brunch story. It was like a brunch feature that Shilpa did. It was beautiful in the September issue. And I feel like, I don't know, we took some big swings, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was a very eclectic menu. It was an eclectic menu. That's what it was. (laughs) Which featured a large format, non-strata, egg-based dish. Oh, excited. And it really captivated people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people responded well. Right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about what that was? Yeah. We, we ended up calling it Crunchwrap for a crowd, and it was based on Taco Bell's Crunchwrap Supreme, which, I, Catherine, have you had one before? Like oh, a Crunchwrap for sure. Su- you have? Yeah, for okay. sure. <laughs> I didn't know they did breakfast version until I did research for the story. Have you had the regular kind or the breakfast kind? Or oh, both? just the regular kind, yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So anyway, my Crunchwrap for a crowd was based around um, Taco Bell's Crunchwrap Supreme, and Inez, our kitchen coordinator, test kitchen coordinator, actually got um, <laughs> crunch wraps for recipe research purposes. Um, just for research. Just that, for research. That was my first one. Yeah, me too. I'd never had that before. I was like, what is this? Yeah, honestly, it was bad. It was not great. Yeah. In, in all honesty. Oh. I mean, the, the, conceptually, well, it was great. Conceptually, it's yes. so strong. I think it's just like, it's the actual physical execution. Yeah. You know, like, what what's the quality of the ingredients? Are there interesting flavors there? Sure. It just felt like, oh, everything about this, we would want to change. Yeah. But what an idea. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I took that and ran with it. And, you know, we were talking about, oh, how do you make this but not have to make one crunch wrap for each person on your little like nonstick skillet. So I was like, oh, why don't you just, you know, size it up, make it big and just put it all in one skillet. And that's what I ended up doing. Laid out tortillas in a cast iron, like a heavily buttered cast iron skillet. And then you pile it with like scrambled eggs, cooked chorizo. It had avocados. It had refried beans from a can, American cheese. And it also had crushed tortilla chips in there. And then you fold up, you know, the overhang of the tortillas, you weigh it down, and you pop it in the oven. Well, and Catherine, you know, I said to Shilpa, do you really think Catherine, who's looking for Hallmark moment, holiday morning, for kids, is looking for something that requires this much thought and assembly? And And you said, absolutely she is. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. My Hallmark moment for Catherine... Catherine, I'm making up your life for you. (laughs) Stay with me. Four kids. Four kids. The Hallmark story is this. The four kids are at a table eating cereal. They're eating the cereal. Okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, Catherine is making Crunchwrap. And then she presents this thing. And then the kids are like, oh, mom, you're so great. That's, That's the win. Like, they're eating cereal. Like, the kids are fine. They don't know. Probably is best to not plan around what they will or will not eat on any specific (laughs) one. (laughs) But they do like tacos. There's a good chance they would go for it. And it does sound, because you have like the whole pan and everything rolled up. I mean, it does sound pretty spectacular looking. (laughs) It's a sensational looking dish. It's definitely a crowd pleaser. And, you know, it's impressive looking. And here's the thing. There is a certain amount of commitment that goes into it. And I was like, oh, what if I was in this situation? And if it was me, perhaps what I would do is 
is just have all the components ready the day before, as much of it uh-huh. as I can. I would like chop the cilantro, cook off the chorizo, keep it to the side. The rest is mostly just assembly. Once you have the chorizo cooked off, all you have to do on the day off then is scramble your eggs. And then after that, everything becomes assembly. So I would say it's still possible, but I, I certainly hear you if you feel like, oh my God, this is one thing too many. And I have a solution for that, but we'll come to that later. Do you? Yeah. Do. do you want to talk about that now? Because I'm ready to give Catherine her out. I'm ready to give her the lob. No, Catherine is doing you this. Just, She's no, doing you just supreme. wound up and you just like, you zipped in a four-seam fastball. I don't play any kind of sports at all. I literally don't know what you're talking I know, about. I just listen to my kids say oh. these words and <laughs> like I just... Which sport is it? I think it's baseball. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, That's too American for me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I have a lob. Okay, okay, Catherine, I'm giving you an out. Because listen, I think the crunch wrap is captivating. I think it's what I... what My preamble was all in service to kind of contextualizing that I think it's hard to ask people to do too much before dinner time when it comes to entertaining. You know what I mean? Like brunch, I think as we found with your story, Shilpa, it's a very particular type of entertaining to have people over in daytime. And and I think uh, in a lot of cases and a lot of those situations, a lot of us like we're getting bagels. You know what I mean? We're like making a big platter of scrambled eggs and some smoked salmon and throwing toast and coffee at people. And like that is plenty good enough for my family, you know? So this is your out, Catherine. Cowboy breakfast casserole with sausage and spinach. This is an Epicurious recipe developed by Joe Severe. This is toasted white bread laid out in a casserole dish. You are topping it with cooked off breakfast sausage. You are throwing in some spinach, which is fine to use frozen. Just basically, you're just cooking it out with a little bit of scallion. Uh Then you are layering that in with eggs combined with milk, a little bit of Greek yogurt, a little bit of mustard cheddar cheese. All right, you're dumping that over the sausage and bread. And here's the kicker. You can do all that the day before. Oh, that is nice. You are putting that into a cold oven the morning on which you plan to serve it. You are turning on that oven and you are waiting exactly 40 minutes until it is done. You are removing it and that is it. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to say this. Okay, all right. Here's the deal. Christopher. Yeah. I feel like you told me (laughs) <laughs> that I have to come in I did. to the show. I did. I was like, speak. we got to talk about the crunch you, wrap. You're like, speak about the crunch wrap supreme. Meanwhile, <laughs> right after I let you speak about it, I'm going to go behind and say that is a terrible idea. No, I, and it's here's not. what you should make instead. It's not. So, you know what, It's a great idea. I'm happy to be here. No, it's a great idea. <laughs> like, Catherine, I want with every fiber of my being for you to make the crunch wrap because I want to talk about it. But I also want her to feel like that's not the only play of here. Of course, yes. But I really am torn because I want like a beautiful, special breakfast. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I also really like the idea of being able to do everything ahead of time. So I'm like really torn. <laughs> well, listen, at some point, like make both of them. Ultimately, you do have to make a choice. Now, Shilpa, was there another one? Because it seems like you yes. had a little ace up your sleeve. I ha- yeah, I did have another idea. Okay, it was so just why don't you I- talk about your other idea? It's not wild a, card. <laughs> the wild card. It's not a specific recipe, but it's an idea. Um, Wait, what? Do you even know how the show works? Christopher, we traffic Catherine, in absolutes. Catherine, Catherine got it. She she can figure it out. She's if a, it ain't in the app, we don't give a crap. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yes. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> You're getting a bonus this year. Um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> the idea the idea was something in between, not quite a casserole, but something that's large format and there's not much assembly going into it. And the idea was sort of based on, do you remember Jesse made um, the sheet pan berry shortcake over the oh, summer? the slab shortcake. The slab shortcake. Oh, yeah, which was, was good. Basically just a, a giant berry shortcake that he makes it on a sheet mm. pan uh, and then, you know, bakes it off, comes out, tops it with whipped cream uh, and berries. So I was like, oh, why can't you take that concept? Make like sheet pan Slab biscuits. biscuits. Yeah. And yes. then put like a sausage yes. gravy on top. Sausage gravy, even yeah. like some eggs, just like layered up all in there. There we go, like <gasps> fry some eggs. You can make the gravy oh. ahead. You can always reheat it. Uh, make the biscuit dough ahead oh, the day yeah. before. Put it on your sheet pan. Put it in the fridge. And then just bake it the day of. Reheat your sausage gravy. Pour it on top. If you're really feeling generous, fry some eggs. Throw it all on there. Serve it to everyone. That sounds that does so sound good. awesome. Do you have like a good biscuit recipe? <gasps> Inez made really good sausage and biscuit. Yes, the sausage think, and biscuit recipe. That was really, that let me was check good. if it's on Epicurious actually. Like would you cut out the biscuits or would you just like fill the sheet pan? So I think what I would do is cut them out, but not stamp, not with a circle cutter. Like just use a knife to cut them yeah, into never, square. Yeah, never do circular biscuits. Yeah, it's a waste. It's just a waste. <laughs> um, you don't need those scraps in your life. You're right, you don't. Yeah, okay. Um, so cut them into squares or whatever shape you can manage with a knife. Sometimes it's rectangular. And then just put them back on the sheet tray pretty close to each other. Maybe like just a quarter inch gap. So that gives them enough, you know, space for the heat to penetrate all around. But they still kind of grow together. And that way there's also like a natural partition when it comes time to serve. It's easy to portion. It's more like a pull-apart biscuit. Pull-apart biscuit. Love that. So yeah. that you can get like a little bit of, you know, crispiness around the top edges. But they're conjoined nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. As they bake, they'll kind of spread and stick together but not fully. As for the biscuit recipe, Inez, again, our test kitchen coordinator, her her biscuits with sausage gravy recipe should be just blew me out of the water. So those are the two recipes I would recommend. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that sounds awesome, too. I'm so undecided. <laughs> yeah, think about it. Listen, this is a choose-your-own-adventure format. And honestly, whatever you do, you know, hats off to you. Like, little kids trying to do something special, really create, like, that really wonderful kind of like special aura, that peaceful, food-filled, wonderful atmosphere. Whatever you do, it's going to be great. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Pleasure. Thank you. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, does Catherine have a new Christmas morning tradition? Or do we need to go back to the casserole drawing board? Hi friends, I'm Cameron Rogers, mental health advocate, mom of two, content creator, and host of Conversations with Cam. This podcast is dedicated to having honest conversations, prioritizing your well-being, and reminding you that no matter what you're feeling, you are not alone. We'll discuss mental health maintenance, the ups and downs of motherhood, the trials and tribulations of life, and have a lot of fun along the way. Whether you're knee-deep in diapers or just trying to keep your sanity intact, this podcast is for you. Expect laughs, maybe a few tears, and hopefully some breakthroughs along the way. Make sure to subscribe and tune in for new episodes of Conversations with Cam every Wednesday morning. Hi, Catherine. So sorry for the delay. It's all Shelpa's fault. <laughs> it is my fault. <laughs> well, here I am. Okay. <laughs> Catherine, how's everything been? 
Good. Yeah? I heard you did You did the dry run. The thing happened. Yep, I made it. <laughs> now, I think we've got some tape from Michelle, and I, I want to do the reveal that way. Michelle, you want to roll it? Okay, so it took me a very long time to decide which recipe to do because there are things I like about all of them. But what finally narrowed it down for me was I was talking to my sister and she reminded me that when I was pregnant with my kids, I had the biggest craving for Taco Bell, (laughs) which is hilarious. And I kind of feel like it's part of our family lore now. And so I kind of feel like a, a, you know, improved, totally upgraded, beautiful version of a Taco Bell dish would be such a perfect Christmas morning. Wow. (laughs) I knew the second you said craving, it's like, what, you had a craving for like a cowboy breakfast casserole? I don't think so. You had a craving for Taco Bell. Oh, wow. That's great. Shilpa, do you want to walk us through how the Crunchwrap for a crowd gets assembled? Yeah, sure. So after you've made all your components, you start by overlapping four big tortillas in the bottom of a cast iron skillet, letting the extra hang over the pan. The first layer is American cheese, and you have to use American cheese. And okay, so after that, you put your doctored up refried beans on top of that, followed by a layer of avocado. Then you put in your scrambled eggs, which you've scrambled with a little bit of whole milk and cornstarch, and the cornstarch keeps it like extra silky. Then you do the chorizo, more cheese, and finally the chips. Then you top it off with one final tortilla and then fold that overhang on top to seal everything in and stick it in the oven and prepare for an amazing breakfast. I'm just dying to know, how did it go? It went so well. I will say, it is. it was much better than actual Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was delicious. It really turned out so well. Real? Okay, I mean, I'm like a, a little bit of a tone of surprise <laughs> creeping into my voice. Wow, Christopher, what a word of confidence. No, I listen, <laughs> there's something about, okay, dear, dear listener, okay, you need an overlapping... Mm-hmm. sort of circle of large flour tortillas in the bottom of the skillet. Remember, this is a podcast where we sell people on our recipes. No, but I'm painting but. a picture. <laughs> sure, no, 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 no. This, like, it makes I'm just saying, sure. like, four kids. Mm. Four kids? Are you kidding me? Like, if everybody got a quesadilla in my life, if I had four kids, like, I would consider myself doing great. <laughs> Okay. So, Catherine, you took on a bigger project because, you know, there is a certain assembly involved in creating the crunch wrap for a crowd. There just is. There is. Yeah, there, is there definitely was. It yeah. was, I will say, it was not that make ahead of a dish. No. It did take a lot of assembly. But I don't know if this is crazy, but now that we had it and then we had the leftovers, I will say that the leftovers were pretty good. They're not bad, and right? I kind of feel like the only thing that got weird was the chips. Yeah. Like, the second mm. day. So I kind of want to try 
assembling it ahead of time minus the chips. I feel like you could. Even the eggs were good as a leftover. Yeah, leaving the chips out if you're doing it ahead. Leaving the chips out is certainly the way to go. Mm. Yeah, I think if I was going to make it again, I would try assembling everything but the chips Mm. the night before because the assembly does take a minute because it's all of these layers. (laughs) (laughs) In in the morning when all the kids are like, when are we eating breakfast? Mm. (laughs) But they still ate the breakfast, Christopher, and they still enjoy it. Why are you looking at me with (laughs) that like smug sense of satisfaction? Because because you... Are glaring at me. <laughs> I gave her some side eye. It's true. No, but Catherine, honestly, the fact that you took that on, I'm so delighted because it is so good. Shilpa sent me home to Philadelphia a couple different times with big wedges of the crunch wrap. And I have to tell you, same same reaction the day after. Oh, the eggs are the least of your problems. Yeah, you know what I mean. Good, they like last really well. Hmm. No problem. Uh, You know, everything is like such a delight. It's such a captivating centerpiece of a dish. Yeah, Yeah, it it does look like fun. Amazing. What did the kids think? Um. So I have one good eater, my four-year-old. One out of four is is not bad. (laughs) If you're in the game, you know those are odds you would take any day. Yeah, she is awesome. But like all my other kids are difficult. So anyway, she really liked it. The other kids like tried it, but it wasn't a hit yet. (laughs) But we liked it enough that I'm willing to make it again until they like it. So Wow. Wow. Is there any way in which you could imagine amending or modifying it that might make it slightly more in line with their preferences? Um, so they are a little like sensitive to spiciness. Mm. So I really liked the like chorizo, that kind of kick. But if I was trying to get them to eat it, we might go for a different kind of sausage or ground beef or something. Like eggs and breakfast sausage. Breakfast sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah, I think like like a bacon, egg, and cheese. You can like do bacon, like egg, and cheese, the yeah. eggs just the same way and then do like crisp rashers of bacon and then lots of cheese and call it a day. Wrap it oh, up. Oh, that does sound good. So do you think there is a realistic possibility that you will make this again for Christmas morning? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially like where I assemble it the, the night before. I do like the idea, I mean, just of trying different flavors in the layers because my kids, I mean, individually, they like all that stuff. They like eggs, like they like sausage, they like chips. So, I mean, there's there's a chance they would eat it. Okay. <laughs> a chance. We'll take it. Um, I mean, listen, there's always the cowboy breakfast casserole. <laughs> you know, don't uh, sleep on it. Just saying, entirely yeah, make a head, put it into a cold oven Christmas morning, mm-hmm. get the fire going. Kids are it's eating okay, Chris. cereal. Making, I'm just, making... Let me paint a picture. Sure. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I'm just saying it's there. It's on the website. Yeah, it's, it's, there. I, it's there for you. I do love how it's so hands off. I do want to try that. And I also want to try the biscuits and gravy. So yeah, we. We'll, I think we'll definitely try both recipes. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much for doing this. I'm glad like Christmas could come a little bit early, perhaps this year. And um, yeah, if you make any substitutions or you do anything that actually gets three out of four kids to eat it, please <laughs> let us know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank Thanks, you. Catherine. All right, thanks. 
If you have a dinner emergency on your hands, write to us at dinnersos at bonappetit.com or leave us a voice message at 212-286-SOS1. That's 212-286-7071. We'd love to feature your question on the show. You can find the recipes mentioned on today's episode, Crunchwrap for a Crowd, Cowboy Breakfast Casserole with Sausage and Spinach, and Biscuits and Gravy on the Epicurious app brought to you by Condé Nast. Just search Epicurious in the App Store and download today. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice and hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening to Dinner SOS. I'm your host, Chris Morocco. My co-host this week is Shilpa Skokovic. Our producer is Michelle O'Brien. Jordan Bell is our executive producer. Peyton Hayes is our associate producer. Cameron Foose is our assistant producer. Jake Loomis is our studio engineer. Amar Lal makes this episode. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you in 2024. Okay, Christopher. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> okay. Why the tone? No, I, I didn't think there was a tone. I was like, okay. I don't I mean, need your validation. I'm just getting started. <laughs> okay, continue on. Okay. Here at Dinner SOS, we love tackling your kitchen issues. But what if I told you there's a way to rescue dinner before it turns into an emergency? With expert insights from the test kitchen, cooking and entertaining tips, and a treasury of over 50,000 recipes, Bon Appetit and Epicurious are your lifelines to rescue any meal. And right now, our listeners can get 20% off an annual digital subscription, including access to the user-friendly Epicurious app. Just use code SOS20 at bonappetit.com. That's SOS20 for a 20% discount on an annual digital subscription to Bon Appetit and Epicurious. Happy cooking. And don't worry, I'll still be here if your dinner plan self-destructs.